This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. There's no escaping it. The holidays are here. Music and sounds and lights and people and parties and Santa Claus. There's no getting away from it. So, how can you engage with the season in a way that's fun and accessible? John Lepke has an accessible holiday guide to offer up. John is a freelance journalist based in Saskatchewan. Hey, good morning, John. Good morning, Dave. John, I didn't mean to sound like a Scrooge in the intro there. I actually was really feeling some Christmas music over the weekend, and I was in Buffalo, New York, and there was a whole light show and a Christmas tree lighting. I actually thought it was quite beautiful, but, but you know, my honor character is something of a Scrooge. What traditions do you look forward to? Yeah, absolutely. So for as long as I can remember, Christmas has involved gathering with friends and family. Back when I used to play Parasport, I was hardly around for any holidays except Christmas. That was the one you could guarantee I could be at home. Um, and and then I have a few accessible traditions that we'll get into with, with friends that I've sort of gathered over the years. Done intermittently, but uh, uh, they're still a part, a gladful part of uh, the holiday season. What are some of the traditions you've adapted to make them more accessible? Yeah, absolutely. So during the pandemic, I realized not unlike other people and not unlike people like comedian uh, Sarah Milliken, who does it for people who have Christmas alone. But uh, I've done a few um, sort of Zoom Christmases because uh, I mentioned Parasport earlier. I feel like I've had many phases of my life and many reasons for people to to not share the same room, either geographically or why would their their uh, paths cross. And so being able to have that that Zoom chat and, and chat about the holidays and sort of, uh, you know, decrease not only the loneliness, but just a building of sense of community. I love bringing people into spaces where, you know, the folks that they may not have met. John, in the world that we live in, there are a lot of conversations that are had over Zoom or on Microsoft Teams or on Skype or take your pick. So how do you make sure those functions are still fun without feeling like a work function? Absolutely. I I just start it with, you know, a few a few questions in terms of like quite frankly, with how disparate people's lives are that tend to be in this space, it's just a little bit of, I know about you. Can you tell the rest of the room a little bit about you? And, and you know, how, how are you celebrating the season? And then because it's a bunch of uh, um, disabled people, usually with the same sort of uh, disability activism bent, that's usually that's usually where the conversation goes as we sort of chat about our lives and, and what the year has has meant to us. John, what about the gift-giving side of this? What are considerations that you put forward that folks should keep in mind to ensure the gift they're giving is actually accessible? Yeah, so, I mean, there are, there are sort of the bog standard suggestions of make sure that your 
Um, you know, make sure that you know the allergies of the person. Um, make sure that you know there it's an item that they could use. I have certainly um, accidentally given people gifts, not for not for this particular holiday, but I've certainly given gifts in the past that weren't exactly uh, that sensible. Um, uh, the the lead example in my mind being the time that I gave somebody with limited hand function a Zen garden stirring pot thing. Yep. Yeah, it's not going to work. Know, That's not going to work. I don't know. Don't know why I thought that was a great idea. Um, we had a good laugh about it because we're good friends, but it wasn't exactly the smartest thing. Um, so that that's another thing. And also knowing the, the relationship that you have with this person. I There are a number of disabled folks in my life who, who I... Uh, you know, have in the past given sort of gag gifts or, or joking gifts too, because uh, they're they were really good friends. And on those, you really have to make sure that you uh, that you know your audience. What what kind of gag gift were you offering up here? Yeah, so this is um, uh, and again, these are very good friends of mine. Um, one person has chronic pain, and so I got her a shirt that says "Existence is Pain." Um, and another friend is missing a, a finger on one of his hands, so I bought him a little a little mannequin hand for when he wants to feel like he has all five fingers on the one hand. Again, know your audience. Yeah, um, yeah. That that that's uh, that's the one where like I don't want somebody giving me a pair of eyeglasses for Christmas. Being <laughs> yeah. like, here you go, blind door. Let's make fun of your disability. But if it was someone who I was really close to, maybe, you know, maybe there's a little more wiggle room there. Yeah, and, and some of the gifts, you know, not to make it sound like I'm the worst gift giver in the world, um, some of the gifts that I've received that have been really helpful over the years with, with holidays and, and birthdays and things like that is um, I have a set of pots and pans that are pasta strainer pots so that I can just lift whatever is in it out of the boiling water put it away from the stove. And so I don't have to carry boiling water across. I can wait for the water to cool down. Yeah, that's a great and then, gift. And then uh and then move it across. Um a lot of them actually have been have been kitchen related. Uh, a butter spreader um was another another great gift that uh, that I got at one point. And then it's little things that you know, maybe it's something for for your desk. I've certainly done that in the past. Um, you know, as you said, we spend a lot of our lives on Zoom. Uh, from my vantage point here with production, I'm on Zoom right now, um, doing it live. So there's, uh, you know, just little things that, and then the third portion of gifts that I give is a gift and also ask for are things that I know that I want, but also I can't bring myself to buy for myself. Either, um, you know, I know people who have supported others in buying things like, you know, uh, a very pretty cane or something, somebody, something that somebody has been eyeing up, but there's just a little bit of a barrier. They can't do it for themselves, maybe, yeah. but they can if somebody else decides to do it for them. It, I, I try to be really cognizant this time of year about gift giving in general because there's there's an expectation that all these people in your life are supposed to get a gift. That I, 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 I try to normalize it the other way and saying, maybe I'll send you a nice little note. Maybe I'll let you know I'm thinking about you around around the holidays. But I, I wonder if maybe life needs to start going a little bit the other way and we don't need to give all these people in our lives a gift to let them know that we're thinking about them. Like maybe keep it to just immediate family and partners. Yeah, and, and I've certainly I've certainly trended that way. You know, the 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 larger scale gift, shall we say, sticks to the to the immediate family and then uh the the way that manifests in my life is that the the friends get the uh get the joking gifts um 
intermittently and then you know uh, we we tend to spend time together or at least did pre-pandemic with things like new year's and and being able to yeah. celebrate in, in that way experiences over gifts yeah I, I i think spending time together is one that like if you can is is as meaningful if not more meaningful than sending someone a ten dollar gift card or a twenty dollar gift card Mm-hmm. And and to me, being able to have the sort of Christmas party, Zoom party, whatever whatever we're calling it, uh, uh, I think I may have adapted the word cripple again in in the way I named it when I put out the Facebook event a couple of years ago. But wait, you know, wait, wait, what did you what did you call it? I think now don't don't fact check me on this because I may be wrong. But in my in my memory, I think I called it Christmas, which. Okay, uh, which is entertaining because like most of the people there uh, were, weren't, uh, or lots of people that, that attended weren't um, uh, weren't of the Christian tradition. <laughs> so, uh, which, 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 by the way, I suppose is an entire different element to this holiday conversation, and one of the reasons why I've been putting my back up like Scrooge for eight weeks against like over holiday talk because the fact is not everybody looks at this through a Judeo-Christian lens. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I uh, you can there's there are a few uh, decorations behind me are I may have said this on the program before, but our holiday decorating tends to be penguin themed because I walk like one. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think there are some ways in which are, you know, we need to back away from the Judeo-Christian uh, tradition being the default. Um, but really, when I when I have that holiday, uh, you know, holiday Zoom call, um, you know, it, it reminds me that I've I've uh, I've lived many lives, and then there are many disabled people in my life who uh, yeah who I can share space with and and uh, have interesting conversations, shall we say? But but I do come back to this idea of like it can be a very joyous time of year, and I like that it's joyous, and I like being engaged in the joy. Like it it was it was pure coincidence on Saturday that where I was in Buffalo happened to be doing the Christmas tree lighting. Like it was not intended. We were just taking a tram down to the arena, and that's that's how it worked right. out. And it was actually amazing to see like all the kids and all the parents and all the people and all the lights. Like the music was going. Like it was actually a really really lovely moment and and I think that's what for for all of sort of like what I call the extraneous holiday chatter when you get those <laughs> authentic genuine moments that's where you're like yeah that's why this time of year is actually special well and not to not to end on a downer here Dave but I also think as not just a disability community but as a society in general we need to be willing to understand that lots of disabled people particularly multiply marginalized disabled people have really complicated relationships with this time of year and w- however we can uh you know introduce our 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 chosen family the company that we keep into these traditions um in ways that are uh, you know, accessible, inclusive, and acknowledge the the trauma that can come with this time of year. Even if if we don't share that lived experience, it will be a positive move forward for our for our society. Yeah, inclusion, it's a good thing. Hey, John, thank you for this. It's nice to talk to you. Nice to talk to you. That is John Lepke, freelance journalist based in Saskatchewan. Coming up after the break. Oh boy, reboot culture is going to find its way in the conversation. What Alex Smythe uh, brings to the roundtable, a topic all about prequels and spinoffs. 
Everyone's trying to fire me up this morning. I, I appreciate the efforts around me. I, I wish I had more energy to go sound off on the lack of originality in Hollywood. Who knows? Maybe I'll muster the guts. This is Now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider.